What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the For the Bird podcast, episode 8 today. I'm your host, Ron Gaeta. Today's kind of a two-parter. I have Nash Breen from Armor for Sleep, and then right after that, we get right into Alex Pappas from Finch. Enjoy, guys. Nope. Mr. Pop. <laughs> All right, guys, today I have Nash Breen from Armor for Sleep and the Cold Seas. What's going on, man? Keeping busy during this quarantine? Hey, man. Yeah, doing my best. Doing a lot of random working out and writing music and just trying to keep my uh, my thoughts together and not be too stressed out, you know? Yeah, I saw uh, you were doing um, like online drum lessons, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a good way to good way to pass the time for sure. I, I work for School of Rock. Um so I'm doing lessons through there and also have a few private ones. So nice. It's going well. Yeah, other other musicians should definitely be be doing that if they're, you know, like guitar lessons, piano lessons, whatever. I mean, they should, that's a really good idea. Yeah, actually my roommate who's um in the Cold Seas, he plays guitar in the Cold Seas. Uh his name's Eric. He's actually a guitar teacher as well, so Awesome. Uh so Armor for Sleep announced that they were doing the um What to Do When You're Dead 15th uh, anniversary tour back in I want to say it was February. Uh, shortly after all this stuff started happening with um, coronavirus, the lockdowns, the quarantines. Uh-huh. I know that the tour doesn't start until, I think, June. Um, with a, there's a Pittsburgh date, July 9th at the Rex Theater. Um, as of now, is I mean, is everything kind of on schedule for that? Or, I mean, are you guys thinking about rescheduling dates? Or I know that stuff's kind of out of your hands, but... Yeah, yeah, we're, we're figuring it out um, presently with um, William Morris, our booking agency. Um, so it's kind of... Uh, to be determined right mm-hmm. now, but um, it seems like it's going to have to get pushed back uh, given the circumstances. Um, it seems like if we don't push it back uh, early, then we're going to have to wait a long time if we right. try to chance it. Um, so it might be the smarter move to just reschedule right now, but we haven't actually announced um, any official uh, new dates yet. Right. So for for the Cold Seas, did you... Did you join that band or did you kind of you and the guys kind of start that band together? About five years ago, the singer Chad Sabo, um, we had been playing in ba- a band previously called New York Rivals. And when that band ended, he started to write his own music, just kind, kind of um, just for his own thing, you know, just to kind of see what he was capable of. And he was sending me songs and they were really great. So I just kind of suggested that we pack up, move down to Asbury Park and start a band. Um, I knew Eric, who's the guitar player and also my roommate. So I had a guitar player on lock already. So we just kind of kind of started it up. And awesome. The rest is history. So we've been going yeah. at it now for about five years. I ask because I've seen um, that you you guys have toured with Armor for Sleep. How does it how does that work with you? Do you pull double duty that night or I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I pull double duty. Luckily for me, the Cold Seas is a lot more laid back, mm-hmm. so it doesn't um, you know it doesn't uh, zap all my energy before the armor set. Yeah, it's kind of a nice warm up, and yeah. actually, actually, the Cold Seas are going to be opening up the East Coast dates again on the next armor reunion 
as yeah, well. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that's really cool. I, I, I saw that and was like, wait, is he doing two sets tonight? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I know some. I know someone in Armour for Sleep, so I was able to get, right, yeah, you're, get on the show. shows. Get, get on that bill there. That's awesome. Um, I, have a, I have a couple fan questions here right now. Um, this is one that uh, was asked in an earlier interview, but I, I like the question, so I've been asking it for all the interviews here. Uh, sure. If your band could only tour with one other band the rest of your career, who would that band be and why? Uh, you're talking Armor for Sleep or the Cold Seas? Either, I guess. You, you can answer one for both if they're gonna if they're different bands. Well, for the Cold Seas, I would say um, let's. Well, that's a hard question, man. I have, <laughs> that's why I like it. It's a good yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, it's good to think. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I would say Tame Impala for the Cold Seas. Um, we're super inspired by them, and they're just a super cool, innovative, chill band. And I think that bill would would work really well together um the kevin parker kevin parker is that the singer's name let's go with that I'm, let's go with that I, yeah i know I'm sure someone will correct it if- he's he's awesome and he he really reminds me of our lead singer just in terms of doing all the self-production and being kind of a wizard um behind the scenes so yeah tame impala for the cold seas and i'd say armor for sleep um deftones nice. but that's a very selfish one for me because they're just my uh all-time kind of favorite band and uh I've, I've been following them and loving them since i was let's see probably about 12 13 years old so it's always been a dream of mine to play with those guys and i never get sick of that music so nice. i would say deftones cool uh the second one here the, the next two kind of go hand in hand i guess um okay. but i'll ask both anyway because they were both sent to me do you think the uh Armor for Sleep music, specifically um, What to Do When You're Dead album, would speak to this generation like it did to uh, our generation when it was released? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think I think that album was um, released kind of in, in the perfect time. It was kind of the culmination of the, the peak of that emo scene. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, everyone was super kind of depressed right. <laughs> at the time and I think it really spoke to kids who were having a having a hard time you know the outsiders and kind of the kids uh who weren't fitting in and, and just having a hard time you know and I think mm-hmm. I think nowadays there's a very similar kind of thing happening especially right now with politics and just the the mental health crisis in the United States and yeah I think I think that album has stood the test of time because of that um, so, yeah, I think it would definitely still speak to people. And in fact, um, the last reunion we did, I was noticing a lot of younger kids, which, yeah. which which tells me that, you know, the siblings who were who were coming to the shows in our heyday were kind of passing it down to their yeah, the young, for sure. younger generation. So, yeah, I think it's definitely still relevant. And I think it's proven by the fact, you know, we're still able to oh, sell sure, out yeah. sell out shows and still tour around around the country um do you think the scene or scene music is still a thing now and uh what bands would would you consider to be a part of that you mean the same scene that armor was in right yeah yep uh yeah i think i think it's still around um i'm actually always surprised at how big emo and kind of post hardcore and uh, i have a hard time with the labels now right yeah but it does seem like there's still just a huge resurgence of like emo metal and that whole thing um and sorry, what was the second half of that question again? What bands would be considered, new, newer bands would be considered a part of that genre now? Newer bands, let's see. You know, I'm, I'm really bad at kind of keeping up with the times. 
Um, I I tend to stick to what I've always loved. Same. But yeah. I, I guess one one band that pops into my head for some reason um, is I Prevail. Okay. They they to me are kind of like the the quintessential like hybrid of emo and metal. So nice. that's what I would say. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know. <laughs> Of too many new bands i'm kind of stuck in the past with that i should get better about that that's why all these reunion tours do so well because we want to hear that stuff uh so the show is called for the berg um do you have any favorite maybe venues or show memories or you know places you guys would go out or anything like that in pittsburgh while on tour you know i've been racking my brain trying to remember that one place in pittsburgh we've always played and i cannot for the life of me remember it might the name be of altar bar a lot of the guys have said altar bar is their favorite or, or mr smalls was another one Mr. Smalls, we've definitely played. I have no recollection of that place, but I remember the name. <laughs> uh, I I think there was another like church or or Legion Hall or community center or something we used to play. I have a memory of going there a lot, and it was it was kind of in like the rundown suburbs of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But again, I think my age is getting to me, and I, I can't remember the name of it. Um, in terms of some memories same thing like i've played so many cities that a lot of times they all kind of blur together so really all i'm remembering from pittsburgh is um is kind of like this you know no offense but just this run down sort of (laughs) suburbia uh area that we always pull into but i i remember always really enjoying playing pittsburgh we had a we had a really awesome fan base there and i'm i'm really looking forward to going back when all this bullshit is over right yeah um, do you know what the term jagoff means? It's a it's like a Pittsburgh term. Of... Jagoff? Yeah. Uh, I assume it means like dickhead. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what it means. I've been asking the guys this. Half the guys answer. The other half don't want to. And it's fine if you don't. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, just kind of being famous and, and being in these bands that, that probably met just a lot of people. Um, is there anyone that you were just so excited to meet uh, and then just turned out they were a jagoff? <laughs> mm, that's a good question. Um, there was definitely a bunch of jagoffs that we've toured with. I'm sure, yeah. I, I never, uh, I never really cared about famous people or like acquiring fame. I know that sounds cliche or whatever, but I really never gave a shit about, um, you know, status. So I've met a few, I guess, quote unquote, famous people. You know, I've spent a little bit of time behind the scenes with Jared Leto. We've played festivals together and. I've met Alicia Silverstone and trying to think of this anyone anyone super super famous. I guess Jared Leto right now is I was, super, dude, super dead, famous. Cove Reaver uh, from uh Sayosin, um Dead American. He he mentioned Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, I remember Cove. We uh we armor toured with Sayosin a, a handful of times. Uh, right. I love I love those guys. Um but yeah, I don't know. I haven't, you know, obviously I'm not friends with Jared Leto since he got no. the <laughs> superstardom. But Back in the day, he was a big Armor for Sleep fan and um, always respected us. So we've had a few conversations. And back then, he always seemed super down to earth. And uh, I always really enjoyed talking to him. So I got nothing bad to say about him. But again, I I haven't talked to him in 15 years or whatever. (laughs) It's not like we were great friends. But we just had a few conversations and talked about touring together. Unfortunately, it it didn't work out at the time. But uh, yeah, no, no problems with that guy. Cool. Good. Um, so since we are in quarantine, play a little game called Quarantine Island. Do top three albums, movies, and TV shows. Top three albums. Um, well, okay. So clearly I mentioned Deftones. So mm-hmm. 
I'm going to say um, Around the Fur is mm-hmm. one. Um, Nirvana's Nevermind and Smashing Pumpkins' Siamese Dream. Awesome. Uh, you said movies and TV shows were the other yep. two categories? Hmm. Currently been watching a lot of Ozark. Uh, really enjoying it, but it stresses the, the shit out of me. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if it's the best thing to be watching. I haven't watched it. A lot of people on Facebook are, are pushing it. Is that Jason Bateman? Is he in Ozark? Is that the right show? Yeah, I'm thinking? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really well done. Um, if you're into uh, getting your blood pressure going <laughs> and having some good anxiety, that's a good one to watch. Um, what else? You know, I'm, I'm big into conspiracies, man. So I've been watching a lot of... Um, conspiracy documentaries and that's an i guess i like stressing myself out <laughs> i don't i don't know what that's about but i i like the fringe ideas um i know that wasn't exactly a movie or a tv show but just kind of that category right um what else what else have i been watching in terms of movies you know i have to be honest i haven't really watched any movies um but i guess my favorite movies would be probably Aliens, um, Predator, and... Hmm. And Alien vs. Predator. No. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Aliens, Predator, and Aliens vs. Predator. No. Yeah, you know, I get all that from my father. He, he got awesome. me into that when I was a kid, so I guess I like to live in the past a little bit. Awesome, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Oh, thanks for and, having me. Man. Um, Hopefully this stuff stops here soon so we can get that 15th anniversary tour rolling here. As of now, the uh, the, the date in Pittsburgh, July 9th at Rex Theater, but we'll, we'll see what, what happens there. Hopefully it doesn't get pushed too long. Cool, man. Well, make sure you hit me up uh, before that show happens so I, I can get you in and everything. That'd be awesome. I appreciate it, oh, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Ron. Be good, bud. Nope. Mr. guys today i have alexander pappas with me former drummer of one of my favorite bands of all time finch what's going on man how's it going what's up everybody staying busy over there what are you in southern california right yeah in riverside county southern california so we're still all locked down and stuff i'm furloughed from work right now i'm fortunate i think i'll have a job to go back to for a day job awesome. and whatnot although like you know like some people obviously and all that but yeah just trying to keep it all going during the time if you want to get into maybe some of your early musical influences some background there when you uh knew that that you could play music for for a living here as a full-time job i mean well i mean i grew up as the kind of Rock and roll, metalhead, industrial, techno, nerd, geek sort of thing. <laughs> like, kind of grew up around computers and everything. So electronic music and more, like, heavier sort of stuff became a thing. And earlier on, you know, I was the, uh, in high school, I was the metal nerd, Fear Factory, Sepultura, <laughs> Slayer. Nice. <laughs> nice. No, so, I mean, coming up doing all that sort of thing. I mean, all the traditional stuff people have heard about Finch, too, Deftones, and all those sorts of bands were all sort of in the click. And that's kind of how all the guys originally sort of found each other was through music growing up in the town we grew up in. It wasn't as, it's a little bit bigger now, but at the time, you know, you had a couple choices. Go uh, do a band or do do drugs or do, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, ride dirt bikes or you know all the sort of stuff that you do out in the land so we ended up in a band together 
Nice. And uh, Finch, you guys formed Finch in uh, 1999, right? Um, and you released the the debut album, uh, What It Is to Burn, turned actually 18 years old last month, I think I saw. Uh, any thoughts on, on that record and, and how any stories about the writing process or kind of what, what went into recording and releasing one of the best rock albums ever? I mean, <laughs> thoughts on that record, the one that changed all the trajectory of all of our lives. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's this, I mean, I guess you say the same old thing. Nobody knew it while it was, you don't know what's going to happen while you're doing it. You're just doing the stuff you think is going to be right and trying not to screw anything up and then ho- holding on for dear life, hoping something works. And then sometimes things resonate and then you, try to carry it the best you can you know <laughs> it, go, it goes to a certain point and we didn't people do it all the time they find uh, something that taps into what everybody's thinking at the moment and it goes wide enough through serendipitous means and then all of a sudden you have something that touches a lot of other people fortunate for all that and it was yeah. crazy but i mean I, I still stand by all that stuff i think everybody does in the crew i can't mm-hmm. speak for everybody these days Say we'll touch on. I don't know. I haven't talked to everybody as much recently, but I bet everybody still feels the same, at least about that record. Yeah. Uh, you left in 2004. The band goes on to record and release uh, "Say Hello to Sunshine." I I like that record. I mean, it, it wasn't didn't seem to be as well received by other fans though than than what it is to burn, but probably pretty tough to uh, follow that album. But um, you returned in 2012. What what did you have going on in the meantime there between uh what 2004 and 2012? I had a couple other smaller bands, rock and roll bands, all that sort of thing. It was bouncing bouncing around. Uh, doing studio work in Southern California, worked on a couple slightly bigger records, sub-drummed in some bands, played in an old English rockabilly band, psychobilly band for a little nice. while. It was fun <laughs> bouncing around the planet doing that. And then, yeah, eventually doing my studio gig in Southern California and got the call back for try to reunite the birds. So, I mean, obviously, what are you going to say? No? Right, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they... right, let's as 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 a band, they they tried to to do this to to reunite everybody like three times here, right? I mean, uh, you guys you you started in '99 and then there was a little break in 2007, came back another little break 2012, I think is when I got uh, you would have rejoined again. Uh, what as a whole, like what wouldn't or couldn't work with that band? I mean, it's just such a shame. I mean, I you know I would think I I hate to say it, but sometimes I think some of the forces inside Finch have been their own self defeating monster. Like, you know, some of the people in the crew at times have always, I, it's been a, it was a weird, it's always been a weird thing. And it's been one of the biggest things I've tried to figure out in my life is like, why do you consider like success sometimes such a badge of shame? Like, and so it's always felt like with that band, it would get to a certain point. We, we did this, this, we serendipitously did this monumental thing. Uh, at the beginning of the career <clears throat> did what it is to burn and then all of a sudden it turns into like whoa we went too big everything's sold out everything's not right this does it this doesn't make me feel wrong it's like shameful and that's kind of like i mean not I, nobody and nobody in our crew really ever talks about that and i'll probably get some flack for saying it but when i look back now um, and i try to like teach a lesson to my kid or something it's like man if you've got this going on 
don't like don't get weird like do it and take it because it's what you're going to be able to use to like better everybody else around you yeah. you know and so i kind of feel like if you were like apply that to the pattern stuff gets going it gets going to a certain point it gets big then people get freaked out by it then they burn it to the ground on purpose then it gets going again it gets big again people get into it it gets flying then they get freaked out then they burn it to the ground again on purpose and then it gets going again and then they yeah. burn and they do it and they burn it to the ground again on purpose. And then it's like, ah, now we're all too old and we all look like shit too much and everything. That... <laughs> so now the time's all hosed. So what are you going to do? But, you know, maybe I say too much, but I kind of feel like that's the answer to that. Like, why did it always start and stop and start and stop? It's like, well, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, here's the actual problem. Like, and in this thing, I just play drums. So. <laughs> uh there there was one tour i wasn't able to find the dates of the tour i was at the show in pittsburgh it was it was him and finch together were you in that band during that tour no i didn't do that tour because i want to know who booked him and finch together it was, that's that's just a weird combo i think i love the show i love him and finch together but it seemed like half the crowd was they were him fans the other half was finch didn't seem like it was seemed like they would have worked on the road together i don't know it just seemed like a weird pair i i had heard about that tour that yeah i mean that was something that like when it was thought about in booking and like putting together a package and doing all that that it all looked like it might work it was going to work and be pretty good at the get and all that and then it, when it came up I heard, I mean, some of it was good and some of it was weird from what I heard. Right. I wasn't on that tour, but I know exactly, I know what you're talking about. Like, and I've heard many of the stories about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I've seen a lot of bands putting out their like little uh, March Madness brackets of their songs or whatever. Uh, can you give us a final four of uh, Finch songs that you were on and um, maybe like a ch the championship game and, and what a champion would end up being for you for, for your Finch songs? Oh, oh God. Well, I'm going hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, okay, you go, uh, I mean, I'll pull, pull burn stuff. What is the burn? Obviously, song changed everything. We'll put that one in there. Yeah. We all love that. Like, we'll put Project Mayhem in there just because that one's nuts. Yeah. Uh, what's another one I enjoy playing? Um, no, let's put, like, Untitled in there. Nice. And then let's put, um, what's one from the last record that we did? I'm at a computer with Spotify. We have technology and we are hooked in. Play dead. Nice. Yeah, that was another. That one was actually pretty cool from the last record. So I'll throw that one in. I'll throw all those four in there right now. What would your champion end up being? Would it be what it is to burn just because of what oh. it meant for the band? I mean, burn wins every time. Is yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Uh, so mo moving on from Finch here, you uh, when we were talking. You said you had a lot of uh, you, you had some newer solo project going. I do. I mean, you know, as everybody I would hope as everybody sits in quarantine or whatever they're doing. And if they're not like I mean, I was fortunate at the beginning of this thing. I sold a couple pieces of like of uh, memorabilia and things I didn't want to get rid of. But I was able to make a couple bucks and put it all together and stuff. So I'm not as stressed as like some people I know, you know, but like mm. I would hope it. People aren't screwing off their time while they're sitting here, you know, like right. and doing the thing and actually using it to be productive because I kind of feel like when, if, when everything does turn back on or whatever, I mean, it's going to be such a, while things might not turn on fast, like they say, I mean, the amount of content and things that people are going to have, the noise you got against, I mean, what else have you been doing in your time? You're sitting on your ass actually watching Tropic Thunder? Like I was just right. joking. With <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you know, like... I hope people are actually using their time instead of just sitting there being depressed and sad, even though, you know, just because I, I don't know, I choose not to sit and wallow during this to figure something out. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Sure. So, 
No, so yeah, to that end, I mean, yeah, there's a couple tracks I've been I've been working on something for a little bit, but probably in a couple of weeks. I'll probably just call it Pappas. We were talking a little bit sooner than I have the whole infrastructure for it and the web presence set up yet, but the damn music's about done. So nice. I'll there and I'll put it out and that'll be a there's my little plug for the deal here. But and you know, I, I work a normal day job doing semi crazy A V construction, working on big cool projects now. And so nice. I've always taught myself if I have a little bit of extra time. Somewhere in the future, if you ever had the time ever again, somewhere you'd do something. So we'll do, we'll get all that coming out. Can't wait for that. Um, so just a couple fan questions. I guess one, one fan question here before we get into the some of the uh, the Pittsburgh stuff. If your band could tour with just one other band, um, the rest of your career, who would that band be for you and why? Uh, oh, the rest of my career. Oh, dude, the world is such a palette of flavors. Um, <laughs> Can I, uh, I mean, I don't know. Do I say the traditional one, the Deftones? Do I say, uh, like, indulge my insanity now and just say Blink-182 back when everything was nuts? Like... <laughs> a band that you've toured with that, that you would want to, to just be on the road with the whole time. Did you guys tour with Blink? Um, no, I mean, crossing festival wises and yeah, stuff yeah. like that actual direct support or whatnot there was a time when those guys had a stake in our management and whatnot so we definitely have interaction we're all from like kind of southern california san diego ish all that area so everybody intermingles at some point back in the day especially uh i don't know man i've toured with that i really really like (sighs) see we didn't tour with them and this is a weird thing there was this band called cave-in from back in the day that we never toured with them but we crossed festivals and stuff and i always used to watch and be like these dudes are incredible and so i'm gonna say some like old stuff like that that everybody'd probably be like what like that band um i don't know man it's kind of too hard like i listen to so much different stuff and everything these days like that's a wild question so the show is called uh for the berg here um do you have any favorite uh like show memories or or venues or any places to go while uh in pittsburgh while you guys would have been on tour I mean, Pittsburgh was always super cool to us. I mean, we always kind of in and out real fast in Pittsburgh, so I don't have, like, as much time there. Unfortunately, yeah. the last time I played, what's the venue that, like, was in an old cathedral-style church, sort of? Everybody's been saying oh. Altar Bar. Is it, was it yeah, Altar yeah, Bar? Yeah. yeah. yeah, or, or, yeah or Mr. Bar. Smalls was another one that was in a church. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the last two we played. Altar Bar, I think we came through with um, Yellow Card. And then um, the other one, yeah, Mr. Smalls, we came through on our own. And on that one, when we came through at Mr. Smalls, I remember this is my last memory of Pittsburgh was that Randy Strohmeyer was had gotten himself so sick that like he didn't play that show that night. Our our. Our poor driver had to take one of those bandwagons. And at the end of the day, it was like, hey, Brandon, how you been? He's like, oh, just driving around downtown Pittsburgh in a seven-story building, you know, and had to take Randy to the ER. And Strohmeyer, oh, I, think, I think he took, he was so sick and dehydrated, he took like four and a half, like, steak in a bag, like IV bags, without even taking a leak was the thing I heard. And then he came back all, like, at the end of Ryder's Rain, like, I'm ready to go, guys. And we're like, you dick. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Grizzly got it. Yeah, Grizzly got it together. He put, he covered all the parts. We played the show as a four piece, all wild. And yeah, that's actually like my last, one of my big standout memories. The yellow card show might have been after that, but like <laughs> that's crazy though. <laughs> Since we are on quarantine, to play a little game to end it to uh, end it here called Quarantine Island. Top three albums, movies, and TV shows that you need during the quarantine. Um. Well, 
movies. It's not I need, but tro- like I said, Tropic Thunder's been on yeah. over and over and over <laughs> and over and over again in the background. Um, uh, TV shows, what's been on? I mean, man, I've got a five-year-old daughter, so the TV when it hasn't been Tropic Thunder's been like Frozen like, Two and Disney Plus oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same here. <laughs> pots and like yeah they've frozen like all that stuff like the kids got the playlist most of the time um music it's just been a lot of stuff i don't know i've been listening to heavier stuff mostly but i I don't know i i kind of if you follow the playlist it might be a little wild so i don't i I don't know i don't want to desert island disc any of that stuff right now i I don't have to i got the internet now man we got the network true (laughs) awesome (laughs) Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, we'll keep an eye out for that solo stuff whenever you're you're ready to release that. Yeah, it'll pop around at some point and, you know, yeah. all sort of thing. I Hopefully sooner than later. And, yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, hello, what up? I hope everybody in the Berg is doing good and sustaining and all that stuff, too. And, uh, you know, I'll see everybody on the interwebs one way or the other. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> Mr. Pop. Thanks again for tuning in today, guys. Check back tomorrow, Monday, May 4th, for episode 9 featuring Craig Mabbitt of Escape the Fate and the Dead Rabbits. Thanks, guys. I don't want-